You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Hey, everybody. Uh, I am away on holidays this week, or... I've been kidnapped by aliens. I can't tell you what the truth is. Just know that either way, I am probably being probed anally as you're hearing this. Either way, I'm not around this week to record an episode of Remember the Game, and I didn't want to leave you all empty-handed. So this is going to be one of those rare episodes where I, I peel back the curtain and give you a free bump. One of our expansion pass episodes, which is traditionally exclusive to Patreons, is being added to our free feed here. And this week, I've decided to go with expansion pass number 26, which is our Gamer Confessions episode. The first of now two. It's become an annual tradition we do every September. Uh, This originally was published on September 19th, 2020. Easily one of our most popular episodes of Expansion Pass ever. Our listeners write in uh, confessing their gaming sins. I react and yell at them. Uh, I get to kind of be a comedian and a ham. And I I think it's a fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you do like it and you're like, man, I would love some more episodes like this. Don't forget there's almost 130 edition episodes uh, of Expansion Pass waiting for you over on Patreon right now. Patreon.com slash remember the game for just two bucks a month. Either way, I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll be back next week with Remember the game number 206 which uh, i actually will not be part of either for the first time ever i've given the keys to the ship or whatever you want to call, i guess the dinghy whatever you want to call this thing uh to my friend mark McHugh and his brother bradley and they are going to review the legend of zelda majora's mask so that you'll all stop asking me to do it so i'll be back the week after that there will that will be a brand new episode of remember the game though that'll go live next week i'll give shout outs to patrons and everything then uh this one is just something i wanted to put up to tide you over until i get back from holidays so i hope you enjoy this expansion pass previously patreon exclusive episode expansion pass number 26 Gamer Confessions. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Talk to you on the next one.
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 26th edition of Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It is our Patreon-exclusive weekly podcast here at Remember the Game Industries. My name is Adam Blank, and if you're hearing my voice right now, at some point, you've decided that our little show is worth two bucks, two yen, two pounds, two whatevers of your hard-earned money. And if that is the case... From the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for supporting us, you guys. It means more to me than you could possibly know. And this week, we are hosting a gaming confessional. This is uh, this is something that I have wanted to do for quite a while now. I've got a few deep, dark gaming shames that I need to get off my chest. And I asked our patrons, if uh, you find folk, uh, if you had anything you needed to get off your chest as well in the world of video games. And we got a ton of responses. So uh, I promised everyone this is a safe space. No judgment from the other listeners. Uh, just be honest. Uh, there will be judgment from me, though. Just expect that. I am going to judge all of you. And it's going to be quite harshly, quite frankly, because some of these confessions blew my fucking mind. Uh, so we're going to see. We'll see if this works. I think it. I, I think slash hope this is going to be fun. I'll be honest with you guys. As I'm recording this right now, it is 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Saturday, September 19th. And last night, September 18th on Friday, I worked uh, two shows at uh, the comic strip in West Edmonton Mall here in Edmonton. And I was the host of those two shows. I So to me, like when you host a comedy show, you're on stage for about 20 minutes of a 90 minute show. So I was there for about five hours. I was on stage for about 40 minutes and I spent the rest of that five hours working on the notes, the script of this podcast, going through some confessions of my own, going through some of yours. I really tried to flex my comedy muscles and make this something fun and I hope that you guys enjoyed. If you like it, maybe we'll make this into like an annual thing. Maybe one a year we'll do like a gaming confession uh, episode. I, I, I love the idea. I hope that it translates well into a podcast. And we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. But before we get into the confessionals and the throwing around of the judgments by me, you guys know first, as is tradition here on Expansion Pass, you get a little peek behind the scenes at the tire fire that is Remember the Game Industries. And, uh, and I'm feeling good. I'm actually in a really good mood right now. I'm feeling great. I, I have a full month of stand-up comedy dates coming up between... This weekend that I'm working right now and the first weekend in November, I think I only have Halloween weekend off, uh, which is like, that's old school. That's what comedy was like pre-COVID. It's really exciting. The money's not as good. Um, and after Halloween or after the first weekend of November, it's a fucking ghost town for the foreseeable future. Uh, but I'm pretty excited. It's I, I don't really miss the touring and being on the road stuff, but I do miss being up there. It's fun getting up there and telling stupid jokes and making people laugh. And I certainly miss the money. And the working, so I'm really excited about that. The the it's you guys remember the old frost the mini wheats commercials? There used to be these frosted mini wheats commercials where it would be like your frosted side and your whole wheat side, and your frosted side was you as like a little kid, and the whole wheat side was you as an adult. Well, the frosted side of me is like, dude, you've got a whole bunch of work over the next six weeks. Spend that money and get yourself a new Xbox or PlayStation. But the whole wheat side is like, hey, dumbass, you're not working again after this for a little while. Put that money in the bank so you can eat food. So that's probably what I'm going to do, but I'm just excited. It's just, it's nice to be back to normal for a little bit. You know, I'm also very curious uh, to see how the podcast and streaming schedules that we have established work with my comedy schedule, because admittedly when I launched uh, game patch and really stepped up the streaming and all that stuff, I did not think I'd have to worry about balancing it with my comedy calendar until sometime in 2021. So uh, we're going to see how the next few weeks go. I'm going to have to occasionally switch up the streaming schedule because I'm on the road a couple of times and I won't be around. I'll make sure I post about that so you guys know. But I think the podcasts will be good to go. 
Uh, I've got six or seven episodes of Remember the Game, the game chat portions of them locked, loaded in the bank on my handy little SD card here. So they're done. And I can record the intros, outros. I can record expansion pass and I can record a game patch on the road in my hotel room if I have to. So that shouldn't be an issue. Honestly, like it gives me something to do when you're just sitting. Cause I'll tell you guys, like when you're a comedian, when you're on the road, uh, particularly when you're not the headliner, money is not really that great. So you're always looking for free stuff to do before the show or ways to kill time that aren't going to go out and eat into your profits. So uh, just sitting in the hotel room podcasting sounds like a great way to kill a little bit of time. Maybe I'll just launch, uh, maybe I'll start a fourth podcast. Uh, (laughs) No, no, I'm not going to be doing that. Three is plenty. Uh, But I'm just excited. I'm excited to see how this goes. I'll make sure you guys stay up to date on my Twitch schedule and I shouldn't be, I should not be missing, knock on wood, I shouldn't be missing a single podcast drop date. So uh, on that note, a few of you have reached out and said, uh, oh, sorry, on the note of a fourth podcast, um, a few of you have reached out and said you like the idea of a personal non-gaming related podcast, maybe a once a month thing as a new Patreon tier perk if I in, you know, if I drop a new increased tier over on Patreon. And I do think I'm going to be rolling out a $5 tier again in October. Uh, and as I have stressed, I've been stressing this for weeks. I'm going to stress it again. Nothing is changing with the $2 tier. Okay. So if you're happy with the $2 tier, if you're listening to this at some point, you've at least decided it's worth a try. Nothing is changing. You'll get all your podcasts. You'll be able to submit comments. All that stuff is staying exactly the same. It'll just be something extra for the people that want to uh, bump it up and show the show some extra love, spend a little bit more money on us. Because I know some of you have asked about it. I'm sorry I keep bringing it up, but as I said last week, I'm really spending a lot of time these days thinking about how to balance the business aspect of Remember the Games with the quality, passion, podcasting portion of Remember the Games. And I got to say, like, you guys are dope. You guys have made this so easy. I don't have to kiss your ass because I already have your two bucks for the month. But it's just been so awesome the way you guys are constantly reaching out and supporting me and supporting the show and spreading the word and telling me to do what I got to do. You're not going anywhere. You got my... It just makes it so much easier. To know that our listeners are cool makes this so much more fun. So I really appreciate it. And to be honest, there are some of you that are probably listening to this right now that have never said a word to me on Patreon. You've never sent me a DM. You've never commented on a post. Nothing. That's totally cool too. Doesn't I don't want it to sound like I'm harping on you guys or anything. That is totally fine with me. I just appreciate the support however you want to do it. It doesn't matter. Because um, I, I was looking at our Patreon numbers this morning. And to give you guys a look, in April, we had 58 Patreons. And right now, here in September, we have 120. So we've more than doubled our Patreon numbers over the last six months, which is just insane to me. Um, Thank you all so much. I I mean that. Thank you. We're really on the verge of something special here. And uh, And I think it's for all of us. It's not just me. Like, we all did this. This is our podcast. This is our stupid Remember the Game Industries. And that's fucking rights. Thank you, guys. Um, as far as upcoming episodes go, you guys know, I like to give you a little bit of a peek. Like I mentioned last week, we have a whole bunch of episodes in the bank, including some like Mega Man three conquers bad fur day, Simpsons arcade game, Tecmo world wrestling. We literally recorded the grand theft auto San Andreas episode about an hour ago. So that thing is ready to go. You will probably be getting that this Wednesday. Uh, and then Sonic Adventure won this month's Patreon poll. I'm very close to being done it already. It's really short, which is nice. I have a guest lined up. We're going to try to turn that boy up, bad boy out right away. And then I will be completely caught up on the Patreon polls and everything, probably for the first time since I launched the Patreon poll. So I'm really excited. I hope you guys don't mind. It takes me a while. I don't want to just play like 20 minutes of a game and then come on here and review it. If if a game wins the Patreon poll, I'm trying to put the time in and get my full experience before I come on here and talk about it. So if you're wondering why is it always taking me so goddamn long to get to the Patreon poll games, that's why. It's because I'm doing it the right way. 
And you know what? Listen, you you can thank goddamn the Best Buy for taking their sweet time with my copy of Mario 3D All-Stars. I'm not going to have it until Monday. I buy one goddamn physical game this year, and it's fucking late. And normally it would really piss me off, but I have already played all three games in Mario 3D All-Stars, so there's no spoilers to worry about or anything like that. And it's going to give me a couple more days to finish off Sonic Adventure, get the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas episode done. I've also been playing through Evergate on my Switch, a little indie game that the developer uh, was kind enough to send me a code for to do a review of it. And I am going to do a video review of it because I'm a man of my word. They sent me the game and I said, I'll review it for you. And that is coming up in probably the next week or so as well. That's something I'd like to get into doing more of, but it just takes so fucking long to produce these video reviews because I suck at it. Uh, but I might cut back on all the stupid little graphics I put in the video reviews and just show primarily gameplay and then just voice my opinions of the game and maybe we'll be able to turn out a few more uh, video reviews over on the old YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, quickly, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I posted on Instagram this weekend that I was going to start playing Sonic Adventure and I captioned it by saying, let's see if this sucks. And somebody reached out to me and I apologize if you're listening. I can't remember who it was. Somebody reached out to me and was like, I love that. You should call that. You should like trademark it. You should use that as a name of a show. So maybe that's what we'll call our reviews. We'll call them, let's see if this sucks. But anyway, I don't know. We'll see. That's, I have so many ideas. It's just, I only have so much time. And I literally feel like all of my time is either spent sleeping, working on these podcasts and stuff, or occasionally telling my shitty jokes. And that's a pretty good way to spend my time, if you ask me. So that's enough. That's a good enough intro. Fuck, let's get into some game confessions. Let's get into some game shames. Um, that like, it feels like you should be able to combine those two words into a cool combo word. You know how, like when, uh, uh, like they can, they combine like two, like people's names in a relationship into like Brennifer or fucking Benifer or whatever the fuck those are called. I feel like game shames should combine, but they're the same word game, sh- like shame, game, shame. I like shame. So we're going to call them shames. Uh, but whatever your gaming shaming is coming up in just a moment. I'm going to cue some music. And some of you have asked me to tell you what song I'm playing, but I don't know what song is going to go into it yet because I record these before I edit to put the music in. So I'll put the songs in the description box. I'll try to remember to do that. So if you are wondering what game I got the kick-ass music from, you can find them in the description box. And if you're wondering where I get the music, I primarily just YouTube it. And then just there's tons of people on there. And maybe I should be given credit. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit for that. But you can find all the songs on YouTube. Good enough. Uh, when I don't want to listen to the song anymore, we are going to share some games. Let's go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. 
If you work on a computer in any capacity, Crash Plan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans in tiers. So there's a Crash Plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. Crash Plan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. Crash Plan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of Crash Plan. That's crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with Crash Plan. So, Homer, please feel free to tell us anything. There's no judgment here. The other day, I was so desperate for a beer, I snuck into the football stadium and ate the dirt under the bleachers. I cast thee out! Oh, Homer. That won't be the case here. Nobody will be casting our fine listeners out. Uh, well, okay, well, I might, but but nobody else. I, I will, like, I... I gotta say, like, and fuck, I say I gotta say too much, and I gotta stop doing that. But really, like, I have to get this out of the way before we get into this episode. When I thought of the idea, and I wanted to do a confessional episode, I thought it would be a lot of fun, it'd be a good time, but then, when I actually started working on it, I realized I need to come up with some schemes, which is what we're gonna call your game shames, uh, that you guys don't already know. Because, like, listen, I, like... Reading and judging, particularly the judging part of your confessions, is easy. But I've produced 115 episodes of Remember the Game, 25 expansion passes, plus another 15 or 20 secret episodes from before expansion pass. That's like 160, 170 podcasts. And every single one of them is full of my gaming opinions, my gaming habits, my preferences. You guys know a lot about my gaming resume. So it was not easy to think of stuff that I have never admitted on the podcast, but I did come up with four. Four of my deepest, darkest gaming shames. I hope they live up to the shock and awe advertising that I imagined them living up to. The last one, in particular, for longtime fans of the podcast, could rock the very foundation of Remember the Game Industries. But we'll we'll get there. We'll get there near the end of the episode. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to confess one of my schemes, and then I'm going to read and judge a couple of yours, and then we'll all feel better afterwards because we got this off our chest. And listen, before you guys get angry, I don't think anybody will, but if you submitted a game shame to this podcast and I make fun of it and light you up here, please know it's in good fun. There's only one of you that I actually don't like, and you already know who you are. Uh, so we're going to get into all that in just a minute. We're all going to feel better. I hope you don't all lose. I'm more. I'm not concerned with you guys getting angry. I'm more concerned with you guys losing respect for me as a gamer, as a retro gamer, as a gaming fan, and as a podcast host, and being like, "Dude, this guy's a sack of shit. I can't believe he thought this or he didn't know this." So please don't judge me too harshly. Please don't cancel your Patreon supports after listening to this episode. And let's have some fun. I am gonna share my first game. I fuck. I hate that name. I'm just gonna call it my game shame. Game shame. I'm gonna share my first game shame with you guys. I feel like we're sitting in like a church basement in like a circle on folding chairs with like the coffee and donuts behind us. And it's just like, my name is Adam. And you guys are all, hi, Adam. And then I share my game shame. Um, I didn't know, and this is true. 
I didn't know that the Sega Genesis and the Sega Mega Drive were the same console when I was a kid. I also didn't know that when I became an adult. I didn't know that five years ago. I swear to God, I did not know that those two systems were the same console with a different name until some point after I launched Remember the Game. I, uh, I, I didn't have any Sega products growing up, and I only knew a few people, and most of them had the Genesis, and it was that version 2 one, you know what I mean? Like the cool one everybody knows with the two black oval buttons on the front, the whole system's just black. I, I thought that the Mega Drive was some unsuccessful console that was released before the Genesis, like maybe Sega's NES, which I know was the Master System, but I didn't know about the Master I thought the Master System and the Mega Drive were the same thing. And I thought that the original Genesis design, the one they used for the Genesis Mini that a lot of you know with that big circle on the top and the red little ledge and that white button and the volume slider on it and stuff like that, I thought that was the Mega Drive. I, 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 I know, I swear, as I'm typing these notes, I Google the list of Sega's consoles just to double check that I am talking right right now because it still blows my mind and I still don't know if I believe it. Um, and if you didn't know, because maybe there's some of you that thought the same thing, the Mega Drive was the Sega Genesis outside of North America. So we got the Sega Genesis here. The, most of the rest of the planet got the Mega Drive. But, uh, but I didn't know. I I really thought that that was like the NES. And the rest of the confessions are a lot more like, whoa, than this one. This one just makes me look like a fucking idiot. But uh, it just feels great to say it. It just, I can't be the only one that thought that, right? I can't be. I can't, I guess maybe I could be. Maybe the, all of you are listening right now and thinking like, holy fuck, what a dumbass. I'm done with this show. This guy's... A fucking idiot, maybe. But there's got to be somebody else out there that did not know the Mega Drive and the Sega Genesis were the same fucking console. Why would you... I guess Nintendo has the Famicom and the Nintendo... Like, why would you call it two different things? Just give it one name. Fuck. All right. Oh, it feels good. It really does feel good to say that because I really thought so. And we were talking about it at the comic strip last night. I was talking about it with a couple of comics and they, they didn't care. So I was going to say they didn't know, but they didn't care at all, but... Feels great to get that out. Uh, so now that I look dumb, and now that I've admitted my first game shame, and with more shocking ones to come, uh, let's see if we can't shame some of you nerds, because I'm sure you're all sitting in your car, or walking your dog, or just doing whatever you're doing while you're judging me, and now it is my turn to do some of the judging myself. And we are going to start with Doug Dorn. Doug said, as a... <clears throat> As I started this, I realized I've already confessed my two biggest confessions on the show in the past, namely that I'm not good at platformers and that I've never even tried an RPG. I am working on both, however. I completed my first Mario this year with Odyssey, and I'm working at adding the 3D All-Stars package to that. I'm still not good, but I'm not giving up. And on the RPG front, I asked for suggestions a couple weeks back, and I have followed up on it. I couldn't find any of the options for sale at a reasonable price, but my buddy and fellow Patreon Bullfrog is lending me his SNES Mini so I can finally take a crack at Earthbound. Uh, so now, there's a little bit more to Doug's comments here, but before I let Doug finish... I have no issue with any of this. None of these confessions are upset me. You've aired your shame. You're trying to right some wrongs. You're admitting that you've made some mistakes because you haven't finished any Marios or played any RPGs and stuff like that. But you're trying to fix it. 
Everybody loves a redemption story. Everyone loves a feel-good story, okay? You're trying to right the wrongs. No shame here. Keep it up, Doug. You're killing it, all right? No problem with that. And then Doug's got a little bit more to add here. And with that said, I have one more shameful new confession for today. I own Mario is Missing. I cast thee out. Get the fuck out of here, Doug. Get lost. No, fuck that. You were good. And then you said that. You're done. I, I mean, I would tell you I don't need your two bucks anymore, but I need your two dollars. But you should sell Mario is Missing and then put that money toward one of the good RPGs that you should have finished the first time and you admitted you hadn't finished any of them. Oh, that was such a good confession. And then you had to throw in your little Mario is Missing dig. Yeah, that game has to just fucking haunt me. So you have been cast out, Doug. You're done. Oh, fuck. Next up, Ben Boucher wrote in. Ben said, I am the exact opposite of a completionist. The only solo player game I have ever completed was Red Dead Redemption 2. And the only other game I've actually completed are Super Mario Brothers Wii. And I did it with my brothers. Whoa, whoa. That's, that's Ben's confession. So the only single player game you have ever finished is Red Dead Redemption 2. I, ooh. I listen, Ben. Like, <laughs> fuck. These are genuine reactions. I, like, I know you're a younger gamer, Ben. Okay, I'm fully aware. Like, if you don't know Ben, I don't know Ben personally, but I talk to Ben on Patreon and stuff quite regularly. He's a younger dude. He's not an old fucking almost forty year old fart like I am. Okay, I know you're a younger guy, and I also know that beating Red Dead Redemption Two is like a four year long commitment. But even at your age, that still leaves you like three more years of life that you could have beaten something else. Something. I don't like to judge other people's gaming habits. Just enjoy the hobby however you want to enjoy it with whatever you want to play it on. Play whatever you want. But I am the type of guy that finishes about 80-85% of the games that I start. And just... just, What the fuck have you been doing for all these years, Ben? Like, do Do you just look at the title screen? Like, do you just really enjoy that press start? And then you're like, all right, I'm done. Let's move on to like it. What have you been doing? And you said you finished Super Mario Brothers Wii with your brothers. Just finish it again by yourself, Ben. It's not that long a game. You know it by now. I, I'm sorry, Ben. I, I like you, but. I cast thee out. Can't do it, man. Fuck. Just finish it. Oh, this is. Hmm. I feel like someone is just sticking toothpicks under my fingernails with these fucking confessions. Let's just, I'm reading them as we go. I'm reading them live and then I'm reacting to them honestly. Let's, uh, let's get into Slick Rick here. Let's go. Slick Rick. And he said, forgive me, fa- <laughs> forgive me, father, for I have sinned. Uh, I like that start. Slick, Slick Rick says, I have a few things I should get off my chest. Metal Gear Solid on the PS1 was one of my favorite games ever, but I may be a bad person. There's a point where you meet up with Meryl right before fighting Psycho Mantis. There's friendly fire at this point and you can hit Meryl, resulting in her getting upset and slapping the crap out of you, causing you to take damage and lose health. After this revelation, my buddy and I spent hours punching, shooting, and blowing her up. If you killed her, it would result in a game over, but we didn't care. Like a twisted game of tag from the movie Saw, we would punch her and then get her to chase after Snake, setting up landmines, C4 explosives, and barraging her with gunshots and grenades, attempting to kill her before she could catch you and slap the shit out of you. And yes, she would even find you if you were hiding in a box. 
I replayed it recently in my more mature age, and when I reached this point in the game, the memories came flooding back to me, and I started to feel guilty until I accidentally hit circle button next to her and punched her once. She turned and slapped me, knocking me over. Instantly, I was pissed at her for beating me scentless on an accidental button hit and went back to my old ways of torturing this poor this poor woman. Uh, <clears throat> this is... Uh, Rick, this is perverse. Uh, this uh, this is not slick at all. This is sick, Rick. Not slick, Rick. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm legitimately laughing. Like you put so much detail into the, which probably makes me just as horrible as you. This is the worst confession ever. Meryl just wants to help you, and you, you compared it to Saw, Rick. Like. I've never given you my address. Jesus Christ. Like, you're like, hey, Adam, I'll be in Edmonton. I'd love to meet up for a beer. I'll be like, I don't think so. I remember what you fucking did to Meryl. That... <laughs> and the best part of it is that you did it again as an adult. As a stupid kid, sure. Like, as a kid, we all threw the penguin off the cliff. But as an adult, you beat up Meryl again. I... Fuck me, Rick. I cast thee out. You people are sick. One more, and then I'll get into my next uh, game shame. This one, uh, fuck, poor Meryl. This one comes in from Michael Mathis. Michael says, I do not like Final Fantasy VII. I also think Kingdom Hearts is overrated. Yes, all of them. That's all he said. I want to, okay, let's start with the Kingdom Hearts comment first, because I'll be honest, I have never played a single second of that series. Not one iota. I don't get it. I don't want to say that it's overrated because I've never played it, but I will say that I also do not get the hype around Kingdom Hearts. And listen, I know some of you listening right now are diehard Kingdom Hearts fans, not judging you. I just don't get the hype. So I have no problem with what Michael said there. However, do not like Final Fantasy VII. That's bold, Michael. That like it's like it might be a little overrated. I think it is a little overrated, but I still really like that game. And what's crazy, you guys, I've gotten to know some of our Patreons over the over the last year or two. Michael is a diehard Final Fantasy fan. Michael is a huge Final Fantasy fan. He talks to me about Final Fantasy all the time. I um I don't get this one. If you want to say Final Fantasy VII is overrated, that's one thing. But to not like it. As both a gamer, an RPG fan, and a Final Fantasy fan to not even like Final Fantasy VII, I, I don't know, Mike. I cast thee out. You gotta go. I'm sorry. That, wow. Some of, so that's what we're in for, you guys. Some of you people are sick. Some of you people are just crazy. Some of you are just... Mario is missing is unforgivable. I fuck me. Let's go. I'll go to another one of my game shames. Um, and then we'll get like, and the rest of these aren't nearly as fun as the one about how I didn't know what the mega drive was. The rest of these are hot takes, but just, I don't know if I could top you guys. Jesus. Fuck. I thought this would be fun. You guys are monsters. Uh, let's get back to my game shame. Number two, this is hard. Uh, this actually somewhat ties into Michael's game shame. That's actually works out really well. He said that he doesn't like final fantasy seven, and that got him thrown out of this church basement here. I uh, I don't hate Final Fantasy VII. I think it's a little overrated, but I don't hate it. However, I um I hate Aerith. 
Eris, whatever her stupid name is. I this is going to contain some Final Fantasy Seven spoilers. Uh, you probably know what I'm about to talk about, but if you don't know anything about Final Fantasy Seven or Eris or Aerith or whatever the fuck her name is, maybe just skip ahead about three minutes because I don't want to spoil the game for you. Ah, uh, you've been warned. I I don't like her. I don't like her at all. I don't like her in the remake. I don't like her in the original game. I don't know if her name is Eris. If it's Aerith, she can't decide what her name is. Make up your mind, you goddamn flower planting dickhead. I I I was not upset when she died in the first one. I won't be upset when she dies in the remake. I just I you don't see Tifa or Barrett fucking flip flopping on their name and stealing all the thunder and dying and just fuck ah I I can't be the only one. I can't be. I just, I fucking hate her. Just, oh, be my bodyguard. Take me back to my stupid flower house behind the alley. Stay here. But now my mom's asking you to leave, but I'm going to follow you anyway and probably get you in trouble because you're kidnapping me. You remind me of my boyfriend, but I'm not going to get into any more detail about it. Just confuse the piss out of everyone playing this game with this shitty fucking broken story. I, oh, and her attacks suck. Like, her attacks are useless and you can't even argue that she makes up for that by being a great healer because with a simple materia equipment everyone in the game could be a great healer and she just does nothing she drops the materia you need to save the world into that water and then we have to do it the hard way and go through the whole game and she doesn't do anything and then at the end of the game everyone acts like she was the hero and we all just love Aerith or Eris or whatever the fuck her name is I just I just I hate her I I just can't stand that fucking character. And in the remake, she's so fucking annoying. Oh, I work at the orphanage. Come to the orphanage with me and we could go pick flowers and be friends. And fu- Ugh. I hate her. She's right there with Edward from Final Fantasy IV and stupid fuckface Titus from Final Fantasy X as my least favorite characters in Final Fantasy history. I hate her. That felt good. That... Whoa. admitting the Mega Drive thing made me feel kind of dumb admitting the Eris thing makes me feel better that's a load off my chest I oh boy I can't be the only one someone listening to this is like fucking rights I can't stand her I can't stand her and Tifa's so awesome and Jesse in the remake is so awesome and I'm sure Yuffie will be cool and just fucking Aerith god damn it Okay, let's uh, let's pass the sharing ball here, and let's uh, let's let you guys get a couple more of your game shames off your chest, and I'll pass some judgment at you. And we're gonna we'll kick this round off with Gary C. And Gary said, "Okay, here goes. <laughs> I've never finished my favorite game of all time, Link to the Past. As a kid, I played it for hours and hours, exploring all over Hyrule, finding secrets. I was mesmerized by this awesome virtual world." However, I got to the final battle and I never beat Ganon. I have since completed Link Between Worlds. I've picked up Link to the Past numerous times over the years, but I have never gotten around to finishing it. Gary. Uh, <laughs> Gary. I, I, would, mm, I wouldn't judge a gamer for not finishing a game. Okay? I, okay, well, all right. Like I've judged Ben a little while ago, but he hasn't finished any game, so he deserved it. But, like, uh, I wouldn't hold it against you that you haven't finished Link to the Past if it wasn't for two factors, Gary. Factor one, that final battle against Ganon in Link to the Past is, like, five minutes long. You said you played this game for hours and hours. You mesmerized the map. I've got to assume you've put 20, 30 hours into this game. If you put all that time to the game, five more minutes, just kill Ganon. Just, just why? Why? 
that just, why would you read 450 pages of a 455 page book and then be like, I don't want to know how it ends. I'm good. <laughs> you were like, look at, I got all this gear. I have the powers of a God. I have this almighty fucking super sword. I can travel between dimensions. Hey, can you use all your powers to save the princess? Fuck no. Like just, it's five minutes, Gary. You can beat Ganon in this game with a fucking bug catching net. It's not hard. <laughs> so that's my first issue with this. And my second issue is that you said this is your favorite game ever. But you haven't seen the ending. What? That would like my favorite movie is Ghostbusters, but I haven't seen the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man fight. That makes no sense. It's, it's five fucking minutes, Gary. I cast thee out. I can't forgive that. I'm sorry. I... Oh, <laughs> fuck. I just swear you guys know like the things that just irk me and you're like, let's just keep throwing them. Let's just poke, poke, poke. Fucking Gary. God. All right, let's go. Let's see what the next. John, John Quack wrote in and John said, I don't get all the hype and love around The Legend of Zelda. I tried playing the original for the NES when I was a kid and then I tried Ocarina of Time for the 64. I just could not get into it. And that's what John said. Okay. I don't like Ocarina of Time either, all right? And the original NES Zelda is a little rough around the edges in 2020. But to not get the hype around The Legend of Zelda, one of the biggest, most iconic, money-making, historically beloved franchises in the history of gaming, and you just to say you don't get why people hype or love it? No, just, no, just... I cast thee out! No, fuck that. Let's go. Super Mary Ho wrote in. You guys, fuck... All right. Super Mary Ho. I love that name. Super Mary Ho wrote into us on Patreon and said, Adam, I have to confess, I hate the Legend of Zelda series. They're repetitive. It's the same story in every game. The world they've created is uninteractive and boring, and I've tried countless times in generations to like them no more. Uh, so, that's what Super Mario confessed. I can't believe how many, there's more. I can't believe how many of you don't like Zelda. Like, I, it's not my favorite franchise, but how many people don't like, the McHugh brothers, if they're hearing this, are losing their minds. Mark McHugh is crying in his Cheerios listening to this episode. Um, now you're like John. Mary Ho, you're going to get cast out in about two seconds. But yours is even better than John's because your username is Super Mary Ho, making me think that you're a Mario fan and Mario games have an even worse story than Zelda. They're even worse. I, I just, just go. Just I cast thee out. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Let's fuck. Okay, let's go. Um... OG Big Titus wrote in and OG said confessions that will cause me some pain and some satisfaction. And he has three here. Number one, I was a Sega kid, but the SNES was the better console by far. A better Aladdin, better EA games are a drop in the bucket compared to what the SNES brought to the table. All right. There's more to Titus's confessions here, but I just, I got to... This one does not get you kicked out. This one makes me feel good. There, I feel like there should be angels like, ah, and the light coming through the basement window here in the church. And we're all just like, you have had a revelation. You are cured, Big Titus. Welcome to the team. Thank you very much. He also confessed, 
uh, I continue, pound for pound, today I would rather play a good multiplayer board game than a top shelf multiplayer video game. I can deal with toxic friends. <coughs> Joe. <coughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> that, so that's his second confession. I can see this too. I No problem with this. More of my friends play board games than play video games. And you can all play board games at once. It's a lot of fun. You're all drinking and laughing around the table. Nice, bright, colorful board on the table. I actually probably play more board games than video games when it comes to multiplayer myself. So, nope. Maybe you're the first person to not get tossed out of the basement. Because uh, I, yeah, that's two for two. I agree with both of those confessions. And then Big Titus's third confession. I absolutely hate online gaming. What is supposed to be a fun experience is completely ruined with what seems to be the most horrible people on the other side of a microphone. If single player gaming ever dies, I'm hanging up my controllers for good. <laughs> That's Titus's third confession. Now, I don't feel as though I can cast judgment on your opinion here because I very, very rarely do I play video games online with microphones myself. This is me talking. I've probably done it about five times in my life. I actually like that Nintendo doesn't have voice chat so that I don't have kids calling me the most horrific names possible while I'm kicking their asses in Mario Kart. So I have no problem with you not wanting to play online. However, however, you're going to be cast out of this basement. And I'll tell you why. Because you say in your confession that people online are the most horrible people out there. However, I know you very well on a personal level, and you've told me a story about playing Overwatch online, and you are controlling Mercy, and just for the rest of you quickly, if you've never played Overwatch, it's a team-based shooting game, First, you know, control different characters, they have different abilities, Mercy is one of the characters, and she is a healing character in Overwatch, she's my go-to character as well, and she can heal her teammates, or she can boost their attack, she doesn't do a lot of damage herself, she's more of a support character, so whoever on your team is playing as your healer, their job is to keep your, your teammates alive, and you... OG Big Titus once bragged to me about playing Overwatch as Mercy and refused to heal your own teammate. And instead, you just sat there consistently boosting his attack while opponents killed him. And he screamed at you in the microphone and said, Mercy, please heal me. And you just laughed like an asshole and left him out there to die. Which makes you, sir, one of the horrible, albeit hilarious, people that are on the other side of the microphone and therefore i cast thee out that's it no that's you hypocritic fucking hilarious story but you deserve that sir and then finally before i get into my next game shame charlie m wrote in and charlie said i have so many i'm a terrible gamer i played so much nes when i was younger and i never beat a single game until this February when I finally beat Super Mario Brothers. Also, although I've played almost every game in the Zelda series, the only one I've ever beat is Breath of the Wild. I'm working on correcting this wrong right now by playing Link to the Past and Twilight Princess, though. And that's Charlie's confessions. Now listen, I gotta say, I respect Charlie. I respect this confession very much. You admitted you suck at video games, but you owned it. I suck at lots of stuff too, and I found that leaning into my suckiness is often the best approach to dealing with said suckiness, so no problem there. You also admitted that you have never beaten an NES game, or you hadn't until this year. I don't think that's anything wrong with that. There's lots of people that haven't beaten an NES game. Both of those games are hard as fuck. Those games are tough as nails. So you said earlier this year you beat Super Mario Brothers, and if you're going to be one NES game, 
That's the one to beat. So I got no issue with that at all, Charlie. You said that you've played almost all the Zelda games. Not unlike some of those other people, but you've only ever finished Breath of the Wild. I can live with that too. You said you're trying to fix that wrong by playing Link to the Past and Twilight Princess. That's fine. I don't think I would suggest Twilight Princess personally, but you're trying to right some wrongs. You're admitting your problems. I'm I'm trying to think of a reason to cast you out of the basement, but like this is a heartfelt, serious confession. You haven't done anything wrong. I agree with everything you've said. I, I, fuck it. I cast thee out. Sorry, Charlie. I just, I, I gotta give the church basement back by three o'clock, so you gotta go. But uh, good confession. I'm sorry. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. Okay, I've been judging none of you guys. So let me get into my third of four game shames. And uh, this this one and the next one are the hardest of the four. These are way harder than the first two for me to admit. And uh, if any of you bring this up, I'm going to deny it. I, uh, <clears throat> long-time listeners of the show know my disdain for Yoshi. Uh, and the fact of the matter is... Um, I uh I don't I don't hate Yoshi. I uh I just I I played up for the show. I've been lying. Uh, I've been lying to all of you. I don't I don't love him. I don't love him or anything, but he's he's part of my favorite game of all time. He's a huge part of my favorite game of all time. It's Super Mario World. He's also one of the go-to characters I use in Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. Yoshi's Island is an absolute masterpiece of a video game. I just I uh yeah, I just, I don't hate him. I, I hate the stupid little noises that he makes. I hate his annoying flutter jump. I don't like Yoshi's current games, like Yoshi's Crafted World or Yoshi's Wooly, whatever, or whatever the fuck his games are. I think that they lean too much into the, he's so cute and adorable and everybody loves him, when really all he does is just eats everything and then poops it all out into eggs that he whips at people. Um, I think he's a weird, perverse, annoying character, but I I uh, I don't I don't hate him, um, and I apologize for for yelling at him as much as I have on the show, and that feels good to just admit. And now we can just let it go, and I don't have to hate him anymore. We're good. 
Huh. Um, that felt good. That feels that's therapeutic to me. That's nice. Uh, let's uh, let's see. We got a few more. I got a few more of you guys before uh, I get into my uh, my final game shame and the most the, probably the biggest game shame of the bunch here. And uh, let's get into them. We're gonna start with Andrew uh, Andrew Halep Chuck. Andrew wrote in, and uh, fuck, more Zelda hate. And he wrote in and said, "I wouldn't say I hate Breath of the Wild." But it definitely doesn't entertain me the same way many of the other Zelda games have in the past. It was the first game I bought for my Nintendo Switch when I got it back in 2017, and I still haven't finished it. Oh, the shame, is what Andrew says. Listen, I threw Gary out for not finishing Link to the Past. I threw John out for shitting on the Zelda franchise. Super Mary Ho got tossed out for the same reason. I'll be goddamned if I'm going to let you sit here in this church basement and crap all over Breath of the Wild. Because admittedly, Andrew, I'm also not the world's biggest Zelda fan, okay? This isn't a huge confession. I've admitted this before. I don't like Ocarina of Time. I don't like Majora's Mask. I think the Zelda franchise is a little bit... Not only if I want to say overhyped or overrated, but I don't get, I'm not super in love with it myself, okay? I'll admit all that stuff. But Breath of the Wild, sir, is one of the most iconic, praised, respected, legendary, highest rated video games of all time. And you have had three years to finish it on a console that you can take with you anywhere you go and you haven't finished it. And I probably wouldn't cast you out just for that. But Mark McHugh, like him or not, is a longtime loyal friend of the podcast. And he would not only cast you out for not finishing Breath of the Wild, he would tie you up in town square, tar and feather you, and have other people point and laugh and call your candles crappy. All right? He has got some powerful friends here at Remember the Game Industry. So on behalf of Mark McHugh, I cast thee out. Seriously, Andrew, I know it's a long game, but you've had three years. Save Hyrule, for God's sake. What do you do? You just run around collecting those stupid little Turoks? You just finish the game, all right? Fuck. You guys just tweak my fucking good eye. Geek Life Radio wrote in over on Patreon, and Geek Life said, I have two confessions. The first is Grand Theft Auto. I can't speak to the latter games, but when the hype for the first one came out, I had to try it. And although the open sandbox thing was cool, I hated the controls. The graphics to the, for the time to me were subpar. The aiming sucked. The jumping felt like you floated around like Princess fucking Peach from Super Mario 2. I just didn't get the hype. I never picked another one up after that. Okay, he's got more, uh, but we're going to touch on this first. I finally found... A confession that will not get you cast out of this basement. Because I also hated the Grand Theft Auto games forever. The controls do suck. The aiming does suck. The jumping is awful. And the graphics, frankly, aren't that good. I agree with everything you just said, Geek Life Radio. Although I will say, I just finished San Andreas for the Patreon poll. And it was actually a bunch of fun. It has completely turned me around about that franchise, I'm willing to give it another chance. But I totally get where you're coming from, Geek Life, because I felt that way for 20 years myself, okay? So we're cool. Uh, Let's get, oh wait, nope, there's more here from Geek Life Radio. He's got a second one here. Uh, uh, My second confession is that I played the shit out of Clue Clue Land for the NES, that is all. I cast thee out! And don't come back! Sir, what the fuck? All the great games and you play Clue Clue Land. Nope. Get the fuck out of here. What else is in this folder? Jesus Christ. Alan C. wrote in and Alan said, 
When I was a kid, I saved my own money and bought an NES. I was in love and I became a proud Nintendo kid. The time came when the SNES was being released. My parents were divorcing and I was going to live with my grandparents. Christmas morning arrived and my dad came in with several presents from me and I just knew I was going to open up a brand new Super Nintendo. I could hardly stop smiling as I opened the wrapping paper and there it was. My very own Sega Genesis? What? I couldn't believe what I saw. Not to be ungrateful, I immediately set it up and I started playing Sonic the Hedgehog. It was new and it was different, but I missed Mario. The console wars were upon us and all of my friends at the time were telling me of their adventures with Link and Samus, of course Mario, old friends I felt like I had betrayed by siding with the enemy. But the more my collection of games grew, the more I came to appreciate the Genesis and all it had to offer. I found myself defending the likes of Sonic and even Vector Man on the playground. My friends just didn't get what made Road Rash and Streets of Rage so special. I eventually did get an SNES and I was able to experience what I had missed out on as a child. My Sega has earned a special place in my heart though and it still sits beneath my TV to this day. Um... Alan, thank you for sharing that. Listen, I can't, I can't be upset with that. You're, I mean, you're gonna get cast out. Oh, don't you worry. You turned your back on Nintendo. Get your fucking shoes on. It's coming. But I get this letter. Okay, I think if my mom and dad had got me a Sega Genesis instead of a Super Nintendo Entertainment System when I was a kid, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have been in the exact same boat. Whatever game you played as a kid, whatever your parents gave you to play. You're just going to have an attachment to it up right through adulthood. That's just, it's science. I, I get, I, I understand. Also, here's a mini game shame of my own to go with Alan's. I fucking love Vector Man. We are going to do an episode of Remember the Game about that game eventually, and it's going to get a great review because that game seriously kicks some fucking ass. All right. So I get where you're coming from, Alan, but all that said, you turned your back on Mario, sir, and that goes against our terms of service here at Remember the Game. So I'm afraid... I cast thee out! Gotta do it. I'm sorry, Alan. And finally, we... <laughs> oh, fuck. We have one more confession before I get to my final game shame. This one comes in from my boy Todd in the fine land of Australia. And Todd said, quote, I never finished Resident Evil 2... I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all Todd said. If you listen to our Resident Evil 2 episode of Remember the Game a few weeks ago, I dedicated that episode to our listeners in Australia. I very rarely dedicate episodes of the podcast, but I dedicated that episode to the entire country of Australia. And I did it because longtime friend and supporter of the podcast from Australia, Todd, harped on me for months. To produce a Resident Evil 2 episode. It just felt like every month. Hey Adam, where's the Resident Evil 2 episode? Hey Adam, when are you going to talk about Resident Evil 2? Hey Adam, Resident Evil 2 is my favorite game. I'd love to hear what you think about Resident Evil 2. Hey Adam, have you played Resident Evil 2 yet? When are you going to talk about Resident Evil 2? He made it sound like it was his absolute favorite game of all time. And he loved it. And he had to have an episode about it. And then I finally gave it to him. And now you come in here and admit that you've never finished it? Motherfuckers! I take back the Australia dedication. 
All right? I hope a dingo eats your baby. I hope someone steals your didgeridoo. And I, you better damn well believe I'm going to crank call somebody from Australia. I'm going to ask them which way the water spins in their toilet. And then I'm going to leave my phone off the hook and rack up an $800 collect call. I'm going to start an international incident over this. When I saw your confession on this page, I almost lost my goddamn mind. Damn it all to hell, Todd. I hope you get a booting. And on behalf of me and everybody else here at Remember the Game Industries and every Everyone that you yelled at for months to produce the Resident Evil 2 episode. I cast thee out. Oh. oh. Thank you for the support on Patreon, though, Todd. Fuck. Play Resident Evil 2. Oh, you fucking. I. Oh, I was so, like, not even. I don't even know what to say. When I saw that, I was like, no, fuck I can't even express to you guys the number of DMs I fucking have from Todd being like, where's the Resident Evil 2 episode? Where's the Resident Evil 2 episode? Motherfucker. All right. You've all been cast out. There's nobody left in the church basement except for me. I have one final game shame to admit. And even though nobody else is down here left in the church basement to hear me, I have to get this off my chest. This is a scoop and a half. If you bring it up from me outside of this episode of the podcast, I will deny it forever. But I swear on everything I hold dear that this is a true story. When I was a kid, I had a Game Boy. Just like so many young Nintendo fans. And I loved it. I loved my Game Boy. I played that thing all the time. My friend Adam, another Adam, Adam Atkinson, had a Sega Game Gear. And he let me borrow it once. And I thought it was really, really, really cool. I thought this thing was so rad. I liked it so much that I desperately tried to convince Adam to trade me his Sega Game Gear for my Nintendo Game Boy. Me, the diehard Nintendo fan who makes fun of Sega all the time and constantly sings the praises and sucks the dicks of everybody that has ever cashed a paycheck from Nintendo. I tried to trade my Game Boy for a Game Gear. I tried to trade Super Mario Land, Pokemon, Tetris, Link's Awakening, And I tried to trade it for a Game Gear with a Sonic game and one other title. Echo the Dolphin. Uh, Yep. And Echo was the game that I wanted the most. Echo was the one. I know. I, (laughs) I know. But the Game Gear was awesome. I didn't know batteries were so expensive back then. I didn't know it would die so fast. That screen was just so bright and colorful and it was backlit. You could play it in the dark and Sonic was cool and Echo looked so rad. We all know when you play the first 10 or 15 minutes of Echo, it's a lot of fun. And then it's when you get further in, you realize what a goddamn tire fuck mind cramp it is. And I just, I can't hold it in anymore. And I'm not defending Echo. I'm not defending the people that made Echo. I'm not taking back anything I've said about the franchise. But stupid, young, big glasses, mop top hair, bad teeth, Adam just didn't know Echo was that bad. And if my mom would have let me make the trade, I would have flipped my Game Boy for a Game Gear with Echo the Dolphin. Uh, and, <laughs> and I got to be honest, like this story was the inspiration for this episode because I really wanted to talk about it. And I didn't I wasn't sure I'd admit it. But it just feels good to get it out there and it feels good to get it off my chest and put it on the table and you guys know my deep dark secret and I'll deny it forever. I'll probably delete this episode in a week so you better enjoy it now. But that's uh, that's my biggest game shame. 
in 36 years. And that's, uh, boy, that's it. And that is going to do it for this episode of uh, Remember the Game Expansion Pass. It was our gaming confession. And I uh, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I tried to make it a little serious, a little bit fun. All of my confessions were true. I don't know if all yours were true, but regardless, I appreciate that you guys sent them all in. And I hope you guys enjoyed my reactions to some of them. They were all genuine reactions. And uh, that was a good time. Maybe we'll do that again in a year. Maybe that'll make it, we'll make it an annual gaming confession episode. Maybe that's something that we're going to do. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And more importantly, as I've already stressed off the top and I say it all the time, thank you so much for supporting us over on the old Patreon box, okay? If you, uh, if you already DM with me all the time, you know that I check my DMs four or five times a week. If you don't and you listen to the podcast, feel free. Shoot me a DM. Tell me what you like, what you don't like about the show. Just say hi, talk video games. I really, really sincerely appreciate our audience. I appreciate that you guys care enough about the podcast to spend a little bit of money on it. And I love interacting with our listeners. So please don't hesitate to do that. And don't forget to check me out over on the old Twitch box, right? I'm on Twitch at member the game, not remember, member the game. And I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday evening, schedule permitting. This week, this Sunday, if you guys are listening to this on September 20th, instead of streaming from 8 to 11 Mountain Time, I'll be streaming from 10 p.m. to midnight Mountain Time, which is midnight to 2 a.m. Eastern. I know, but it's only 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. in the Pacific time zone because I have a comedy show and I won't be home much before 10 o'clock. Uh, you can also hit follow and then it'll tell you whenever I'm online. Keep an eye on this page, you guys. We have three podcasts a week now. I want to read your comments on all of them. Uh, this week's episode of Remember the Game, which will be number 116, will be Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and I'll be posting looking for your opinions probably by the time you're hearing this in your words or in your ears. I'll be looking for your opinions on San Andreas. I'll be looking for your thoughts and comments for uh, blowing in the cartridge, and I will also be posting a new edition of Play One, Remake One, Erase One, where you can all share your opinions and I can fucking tell you why you're wrong. Can't believe so many of you hate Zelda. That'll do it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you all again on Wednesday. Take it easy. I hope you enjoy your Sunday and uh, cheers. Goodbye. <laughs>